The galaxy revolves over millions of years, spinning about its centre. At the heart, a black hole of phenomenal size. Moving outward, we pass Colonia and Fort Mug, then onward to the populated heart of humanity. We pass gas giants, red dwarves, supergiant stars, neutrons, pulsars and brown dwarfs. We pass earth-like worlds, water worlds, rocky outcrops and ice planets. We fly past the Pleiades and see ships on fire, barnacles growing and conflict building. But still, out here at Hutton, we're broadcasting. Your mic is live. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Hutton Orbital Live with me, Dick Chafing. And me, Rudolf Hucker. Tonight, we have the news headlines, a little bit of a hot pit, some Wotherspoon and his digestion, a big bit of Flossie, and of course, Buck and Hutton's top trucker. Oh, but first tonight, the headlines. Thargoids beat the retreat from Cubicle 3. The Bank of Zeons misses the point. Pilots Federation releases its winter range at last. Universal Cartographics finally gets the plot. First tonight, with pilots across the galaxy rushing towards certain doom at the hands of the Thargoids, we have a breaking news bulletin from those crazy people over at the Havers of Slough. Eager to test the reaction of our octagonal, octagonal, or octagonal, whichever you prefer, near neighbors to various donated commodities, the Hammers brought a selection of items to an unknown single source, interrupted Tharg the Mighty in his ponderings over a passing occupied escape pod, and promptly dropped their load. The Thargoid reacted in an inquisitive manner at first, but upon it discovering that the load what was dropped stank higher than Cubicle 3 at Hutton, turned and vacated the area. What became of the occupied escape pod and its occupant, no one knows. But we can reassure commanders everywhere that the ongoing plumbing emergency at Hutton is in fact a cunningly disguised ploy to keep Thargoids at a safe distance. And certainly upwind of us. We knew Cubicle 3 would come in handy for things other than a punishment detail. As one might say, <sighs> we know our shit at Hutton. That's... that's... Heads rolled at the Bank of Zeons this week as their automated payment systems connected to the Galaxy's bulletin boards malfunctioned, with a number of commanders being awarded credit balances that turned out to be greater than all the cash in the Galaxy. Conversely, the new search and rescue agents and stations appear to be on the kind of wage normally reserved for radio DJs, school dinner staff, junior doctors and highly qualified but recently graduated former students, also known as coffee shop baristas. An internal investigation was launched and it turns out that a certain galactic intern seems to have muddled up the buttons on his calculator. The date? 
and also applied compound interest on any payments from the year 2017 to today, while simultaneously realising there was no cash left and attempting to hide the discrepancy in the balances by paying everyone else about enough to buy a packet of broken biscuits and a 200-year-old pot noodle. We do understand that 200-year-old pot noodles actually taste exactly the same as they did when they were first manufactured. There is no comment from the Pilots' Federation as to what on earth they're going to do with all the money they owe pilots, whether there's been a bank error in their favour, whether pilots should pass Hutton, collect 200 credits, or maybe go to jail, directly to jail via the Old Kent Road. We recommend that anyone who's received such payments put them away somewhere safe and not spend them on gold-plated toilets, expensive artwork for their ships, or even blow the lot on two drinks from Costa Coffee. You never know when the taxman might come calling. With the last two years of endless publicity that winter is coming, it appears that it's finally here. The Pilots' Federation have released their newest range of clothing for winter. These include jackets both with and without sleeves, trousers with and without legs, boots in a variety of colours to cover your strange camel-toed flight suit feet, and of course, Thargoid-proof underpants. We aren't sure whether the underpants are actually any protection against Thargoids, but we do know that they come in shades of beige, mid-beige, patchy beige, and of course, cubicle brown. We're looking forward to their Ready for Summer collection in 3304, which is rumoured to include a fetching mankini and fedora combo, a legless flight suit for those trips to Beetlegoose to top up your ration real radiation burns cream. Yeah, that's uh, uh, tans, 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 not radiation burns, tans. Winter is indeed here, and no pilot should be seen by Galnet News paparazzi underdressed or even undressed for fear of causing distress. And finally tonight, Universal Cartographics, the immensely wealthy company in charge of working out exactly where everything is and creating the navigation equipment that keeps everyone from crashing into the nearest sun or getting lost when popping to the shops in lay for the latest bargains, have finally realised that pilots do actually travel further than a thousand light years in one journey. They have upgraded all ships to take into account nutcases like Zorlak, who like nothing more than a quick weekend trip to Colonia followed by Monday afternoon tea at Beagle Point before skirting the far arm of the galaxy and being home in time for supper at Hutton Orbital. Yes, you can now plot all 22,000 light years to Fort Mug in one go. It even tells you exactly where you'll run out of fuel, so you can pre-warn the fuel rats to meet you there. You know, go for your little teeth back in. Universal Cartographics, helping you GTFO since 3301, and now upgraded with their latest offering, the Brave Sir Robin route plotting option, keeping your wake signatures one step ahead of Alien Menace. Those were our headlines, and now, on with the rest of the show. But first, a tune! Funny that, we always do that. And as everyone seems to be off picking a fight with any creature with more than four legs, We'd better start with a little bit of the Kung Fu fighting. Ooh. 
yeah, that's got me geared up, ready to karate chop some Thargoids. Oh, somebody's done it already. They've beaten us to it. I know, can't believe that. And of course, it would be the um, you know the the the, uh, the the useful tools of the universe. Well, yeah, I mean, they did pick on an asthmatic, three-legged, blind Thargoid with seven of them ganging up on him. But you know, it's still, it's, you know what? It's you know, who do you want? It's, so I really should have. Just when you thought there was no hope in the universe, just when you realized that the Thargoids had come and our time was approaching its end. But no, from the darkness, a savior was rising. Rising like a glorious beacon, beacon or bacon of our Bacon. Is it definitely bacon? A bacon of us holery. That's right. The smiling dog c- crew, crew, um, killed a thargoid, and we—they're our hope. We're we're doomed. We're doomed. No, there, there are strong, strong rumours though that it was actually a thargoid decoy ship, a dummy one. It was made of plastic, and um, yeah. We're doomed. <laughs> If we have to rely on the Smiling Dog crew to pull us out of this hole, we are screwed. <laughs> proper screwed. Proper screwed. Without any spin. Oh, yeah. Pro- pro- proper effect. <laughs> oh, Am I allowed God. to say that word? Are you? <laughs> yeah, it was an E. There was an E in it. There was an E in it. We're fine. It was an amazing uh, release day, I think. Uh, everyone flying out to the right areas. Everyone meeting Thargoids when they wanted to, which is even better. Um, I had a mishap. I lost an asp. I lost two fighters. Well, Ben lost two fighters. Um, I happened to be piloting them. One of them was uh, I used kind of like a missile. Um, to try and get nice and close to the Thargoid to get a good view of it, but unfortunately I forgot that the brakes in your fighter are not that fast. So um, I left a beautiful cow-shaped smear down his windshield. That's going to piss them off. They're, they're quite good at dodging, actually. I, I had a bit of a go, and um, yeah, there's much dodginess in them. They're not good at dodging a fighter going at full pelt. <laughs> okay. so that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> or, or, or smiling dogs. Yeah, or smiling dogs, although, you know, that's one of those Seven things. of them. Yeah, but they're yeah. you know they're they're the guys are good at combat. It's what they pride themselves on. It's what they spend every second of the game perfecting. So if they couldn't bring down a Thargoid, I would be concerned. You know, they 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 use the game the best they can. Sometimes it might fall into a little bit of a grey area. Sometimes they'll do it just for the shits and giggles and take the piss out of people. Or Maybe they'll just, you know, blatantly throw it back in people's faces, saying tough shit. Well, if no, I can there's do a this consolation the prize. There's a consolation prize here. Yeah, because anybody that gets blown up by the SDC now says at least I'm as tough as a Thargoid. Yeah, that kind of works. Yeah, there's a bit of a backwards logic in there, but hey, look, if the Thargoids get beaten up by them, then you know. But the other thing is, you know, I, I want to know, I didn't see the rest of the stream, were they sort of typing salty messages to the Thargoid all along and then reporting it for combat logging? When, when it <laughs> Did the exploded? Thargoid combat log? That is the question. That would just be perfect, wouldn't it? Um, no, oh, yeah. to be honest, it looked like it was a fair old battle as well. The video is available on YouTube. You can see the links to the story on Reddit. Um, if you just search for arsehole on the internet, you should find them. Um, <laughs> Bunch of... <laughs> 
knobbers versus Thargoid. Yeah. I shouldn't uh, say that. Actually, they're not. They're... Make myself target number one. No, Harry Potter's on. <laughs> no, really, really can... seriously, we're, we're all, Hutton are really all target number one for those guys already. There's nothing much more we could do to get on their naughty list. Yeah, well, you know, they're, they're a bunch of players. That's what they are. They are a bunch of players. They play the game and they play the game well. So it's off to them. And I, I and, and, and by the way, their achievements in that particular, you know, well done for killing of a course. Thargoid. And by us calling them names, yeah. um, we're talking about the, the, their, their pilots' names. You know, I'm sure they're perfectly decent well, people the, yeah, in real life. Well, yeah, Commander Arsel, um, then there was... <laughs> No, that was not. Um, no, but you know they, they are decent guys. I mean, we've seen them. We've seen them interviewed. Uh, Mister Mister Potter himself was interviewed and came across very well and explained his situation. We had uh, one of their uh, members on Live Radio once explaining, and and frankly, they just admit that they just do things to be bastards um, because they can. Yeah, but I mean, surely you know, total bastards like that are exactly the kind of people you want to put between us and the enemy. Well, absolutely, yeah. Don't, no, you don't send them into peace talks. But if it's war, <laughs> no, 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 no. You know, if we were, if we were sort of, you know, in, with in a, an episode of Blackadder, yeah, episode of Blackadder, and the, the whistles are going, you know, and everybody was going over the top, you'd say, no, no, SDC, you go first. <laughs> yeah, after you. The Pleiades are yours, <laughs> and then then they realise it's you blowing the whistle, yeah. not the official one. Can, can yeah. we can we force their um, uh, their their player group to uh, expand into Thargoid territory and just leave them there? <laughs> no, I, I I expect unfortunately the Thargoids are expanding into Obsidian uh, Obsidian Ant. Doesn't he have a, an orbital out there somewhere? Yeah, but I think it moves. I don't know. No, Obsidian Orbital doesn't move. It's the other one that moves. It's the um, the Gnosis. Oh. Okay. We'll just have to wait and see then. Well, d what worries me is that these Thargoids are maybe just, you know, scout ships or something. They are, these are the equivalent of our, you know, DBXs. Okay, okay. I'm just, I mean, it's, yeah, and there's something bigger come. How can anything bigger come in than that? Oh, God, I say... Well, well just, just you wait till they come up against a wing of those guys as well. Oh, I mean, I, you know, one assumes that Thargoids fly in wings, maybe... Did you see the the Thargons? They make such a cool sound when you go near them. Um, oh, what pew 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 bit more pew pew pew. Only while your ship sort of still stays intact, but you know that's, that's another story. Um, what else? What have you been up to this week other than Thargoids? Obviously, because that's really quite an exciting. A distant the elite has just become dangerous. What else have you been up to this uh, week? Well, I, I I've been over at Silverstone Racecourse. Were you driving? I didn't know you were part of a team. No, no, no. I was unfortunately doing a conference for um, people who buy from the local cash and carry. Is Even Star about? Because what we need is Even Star. Wherever, whenever you are, next time he's got that show on, we need you to do lots of transfers so that he can try and stick them on as many Grand Prix cars as possible as sponsors. <clears throat> Well, get her for the mug on, you know... Yeah, are we, are we Hutton Trucker uh, logo stuck in the, the car so they'll be like in the morning? What the hell's that? What's this? Well, it's a super-duper carbon fibre lightweight stickers. Yeah. Well, you wouldn't want to be accused and of causing Nigel Mansell to lose a race, would you? Well, he lost his tash. Yeah, and a small section of his spine. Well, 
Okay. I didn't know that one. <laughs> no, that was his first outing in the uh, IndyCar racing, his first oval. And uh, I remember it vividly, watching it, staying up late to watch it and see how well it went. And they were like, you know, and here's Savage Mangelo's coming up behind. Uh, no one overtakes in the... And he's overtaking on the outside. And then the next lap, bang, poo, punches a hole through the concrete wall and uh, rips a nice hefty pocket in uh, soft tissues in his back. <laughs> Ouch! He went on to win that season, so I mean, I know we'll go back in history. <laughs> well, yeah, but that's that's all right. I have no idea. I've, I've, I've not been following it recently, but um, he's not in it recently. I, I, no, no, okay. Of course, I'm, he I'm, that, I'm that much he out was of lighter. Team. Yes, he was a lot lighter then. Then he went back to Ferrari, didn't he? And he went to the first corner and realised that he was too fat for the car and couldn't turn the steering wheel. <laughs> yeah, one of the funniest moments in the Grand Prix racing. Right, we got Mansell. Whoa, is it going to be awesome? What a great season! No, my, what my do you favorite, mean he can't fit in the car? My favorite <laughs> is still when the front two wheels just fell off. Um, what's his face? Aussie chap's car. He was just driving along, and the front two wheels fell off. <laughs> I just oh, the new safety rules as well. After we uh, Mark Webber wasn't yeah, Mark Webber. Mark Webber. Uh, yeah, I think it was. Yeah. Uh, was it was it Webber as well as it Brundle? I think it was Brundle that hit the back end of a car in the first corner in the first new season, the first race after all the safety stuff came in and launched his car up into the air onto its roof and there was nothing left apart from the cockpit. Why are we talking about Grand Prix? I don't know, we've got no idea. This is what we do, isn't it? Oh, this is slightly less chaotic. Oh, slightly less chaotic than a Drabble show. Same as saying much. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just a wee bit of tech on, on, on Formula One racing now. It's going to get better because um, there's a new update that they're doing um, with the cars. So when you're watching it now, they've placed a microphone near the exhaust so that you can hear it better. <laughs> because the new engines are pants and don't make that lovely, glorious, mighty noise they used to. I think it's because they've gone down to V6. You don't get the the full eight cylinders of of metal b- uh, bending, but they put a microphone there now. So it was. You but have you have you noticed in our spaceships they also do that with one or two, one or two of the ships where you know you you'll be flying along and then you hit the boost button and you realise somebody's turned the speakers up in your cockpit. <laughs> I think is, is it is it the courier that's done that? It's well the asp it's sounds like a p- the Doppler effect. Yeah, that sounds more like the Dobber effect. Yeah, Actually, well, because the anaconda's we were... so long, you hit boost and, and you hear the noise about four seconds after yeah. you hit the button. Yeah. Next race is stay tuned for Hudden Orbital Racing League coverage. That's right. Let's find out what um, Timmy Mc... Tight pants. I don't know. Don't be put with the spot. Full well, okay. cook. Put me on the that spot. note, on that note, yeah. um, our next Hutton event is a race in SRVs again. Why? <laughs> I was I just mean, it's say, almost like we planned that conversation. Yes, yeah, Simon did a Doppler effect in my car on the way to Dylan's new house. Uh, I had to put the windows a, a down. Dropler, a Dropler effect, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, dearie me. We say cows are bad in the field. So, yeah, it's a race event coming up. Oh, cool. When's that? Um, it, well, it, it's one month from the last event. The last event was Eagle Racing, which we had um, about a week ago now. No, last weekend, and um, yeah, they went eagle racing in canyons. About fourteen of the Hutton truckers oh, uh, tricked man. out their eagles and went hooning around some canyons. 
I, I don't know who won the race. I think it degenerated into um, bumper cars at some point. <laughs> as it um, should. <laughs> as, as it should. But apparently the next one is going to be some SLV racing. It's not going to be one of those epic 24-hour, uh, we'll wonder how drunk uh, one certain <clears throat> naval commander is going to get. Well, Oh, yes. Naval. He's the one person that's uh, going to be bringing um, a UE to the Bloomin' Race. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So it's not going to be one of those sort of epic 24-hour races. It's going to be a one-evening-only special. Oh, We're looking at maybe a hill climb, or we might be travelling down the bottom of a, a deep, deep valley do, on, trying on, to get your SRVs. On, your, on the subject of your eagle race, do you have information on who the winner was? No, no, no. no. It degenerated into bumper cars. Because I'm, I'm getting a rumour, I'm getting a claim from Dead Meat GF that he won. Well, it could be true. The, the winner was never actually formally announced by the race organiser. I think there's a steward's inquiry going on. It's still ongoing as waiting for the best bribes. Yeah. Well, congratulations well, to Dead Meat GF, just in case you are the winner. Yeah, well, well, well done, Dead Meat GF. Um, and we're going to check whether the stopwatch was actually working or whether Brett Riverboat remembered to bring it with him. Talking of Brett Riverboat, he's going to be joining us in a bit Ooh, not now but in for, a bit for some hot bits good excellent I see that um, yeah. our, our, our dear um, our, our dear leader slave has appeared in the twitch chat uh, fetch the slipper and don't argue with him it just gets messy if you don't go on he's talking back to he's talking back to Alvin it's gonna be uh -oh. messy is there a domestic going on Shay Alvin? It <laughs> could be, yes. And uh, yeah. That's my slipper. No, it's my slipper. No, give I it still, back here. That's I my still slipper. say we could have a fantastic competition at our next big meet when we could get lots and lots and lots of hearing dogs and guide dogs and working dogs, in fact, and then have a competition to see who can find the, uh, the commands that make most dogs shit at once. Okay, you really, really shouldn't joke about this one because I've actually done an <laughs> exhibition just like that. <laughs> um we yeah i i did an exhibition up in birmingham um <coughs> for um visually impaired visitors which involved an awful lot of people turning up with their assistance dogs and of course you imagine an exhibition you turn up and you browse around and you look around the various stands at you know stuff that can help you and um unfortunately because the guys and girls turning up um, were visually impaired. What we had to do was um, to pass them stand to stand to stand to stand so they could meet everybody. And we were sort of passing them on a buddy scheme around the exhibition, which was great. Unfortunately, all the dogs thought it was a party. So all of their, all of their assistance dogs decided they would just have a, a whale of a time tying themselves up in knots around each other's leads. So what should have been an epic you know, show for the visually impaired turned into some kind of crazy dog fest knotted nightmare i mean you know how network cables get in a mess whenever you put them in a box yeah. that's what happened to the dogs <laughs> so we had so people being towed around the show by ridiculously enthusiastic um guide dogs who hadn't seen their buddies for ages and yeah it, it was um it was an interesting exhibition I'm so just, we shouldn't yeah. joke because it actually happens. Uh, yeah, and apparently, according to to my leading expert, uh, Mike Snozzywell, um, uh, blind people and assistant dog owners are exempt from dog fouling laws. I tell you what, Mike, if you can go oh, to public, no, a yeah, public place and you shit on Alvin, I bet you're not. 
No, the the yeah the the, the the level of the level of almighty jog poo in the middle of that hole rivaled anything at Cubicle <laughs> Three. It was it was the trouble is uh, without it sounding really dreadful, you had to clear it up pretty darn quickly before somebody who couldn't see it was there stepped in it, which was just <laughs> it, it was like landmines. So I shouldn't joke, but it was um, it was a great uh, event, and and you know everybody got a lot out of it. But have you ever marshalling these dogs around a boating pond? or a park pond late at night when it's dark a boating pond late at night when it's dark with all the goose crap around it well no not necessarily goose crap because it's either dog poo or it's leaves or it's frogs and the expectation of any of most of those is that they won't move when you go to step over them Jumping dog shit is right. terrifying. Just, just uh, turn just on the side. I don't know. I don't think we've got a jumping. Do, frog do you know? Do you know? Back in back in whatever year it was, you know, many hundreds of years ago, um, when they had all the 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 random species names that were living on planets and the the slimy frogs. Yeah. And it was the fat black felines and the slimy frogs. That yeah, that's a similar environment. And bats. Bats are amazing with the swimming. Anyway, um, frogs. I don't think we've got we, we, a link. We digress. We don't have a Yeah, we've, we've gone way off course. We are joined, of course, in the studio by the amazing Kaween. Kaween. I nearly king. I nearly changed your I nearly changed your gender there, Flossie. <laughs> no, there's nothing left. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it's the queen of the community goals, Flossie. Good evening to you. Good evening. It's lovely to have you in here as always, and you've got the the latest on the community goals this week. Uh, oh, we've got questions. Yes. I've oh. got questions oh. about community goals. Yeah. Because because our friends have got one, I think. But I'm, I'm going to save that for your bit later. Okay. Right. Oh yes, There's, yes, I know what do, you mean. Yeah. Do you know the one I mean? So the one where we all go get drunk. Yes. Yeah. Oh, great. Uh, I was I was I've, told they've been in close contact with you, so yeah. Well, there are reasons which we'll reveal later. Ooh, yes, Dave reveals all later in New Radio Presenter Scandal. You mean you don't all Shopping. present like this? <laughs> well, I've got the webcam on, so I've got to at least keep my top half covered. Um, we also have, of course, uh, Dear Buck is in the studio. He is just currently mixing up some Cecil Sidewinder uh, cocktails for us all. So he's going to be joining us later on. Good evening to you, Buck. Hey, evening there. It, Cecil, Cecil, leave that alone. All right. I t- no, don't touch that gin. I ain't done with it yet. Oh. How y'all doing? Yeah, we're, we're good. We're good at you well. I got a little bit of a cold, but uh, I don't know. It might be some sort of Thargoid sickness coming on. Uh, got some sniffles. Well, winter is it. coming. And obviously with winter Barely. comes cold. Did did you, did your wind clear up? <laughs> my wind clear up <laughs> yeah i took enough beano I, I got rid of that little problem That's in good. my cockpit <laughs> good to hear and no um demand seven 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 is asking um did uh, i get green pissed on in the live stream tuesday no no i don't think i did i don't think i lived long enough to get green pissed on um no, I don't think I did. I just went boom and uh, yeah, found myself back, way back in Bell Darkery in uh, the onesie station. So, never mind. Oh, anyway, it's been an up and down kind of week for the Hutton Truckers. 
It has indeed. It's been a very tough week, and yeah, as always, for all the fun and frolics that we all have and enjoy with each other, every so often, one of us and one of our members, maybe more than one of our members, goes through what can only be described as the most unthinkable, unimaginable, horrific situations ever, and... You know, when it, when it's an yeah. exceptionally horrible one, we we like to just that sounds terrible, but when when they are as bad as as, as this particular poor individual are, um, it just feel that we need to sort of show our um, well, did, be, be, well, be, 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 we're going to be serious for a second. <clears throat> yeah, that was um, a cough. many people have been messaging us here in the the radio studio asking how the major general's doing after his operation today. And the really, really great news is that we got a message from Nocti earlier today that he was awake from his anaesthetic. Um, he couldn't feel his arms anymore, but um, the doctors had mended the Major General. But very unfortunately, um, shortly after he woke up, he got the dreadful news that Mummy Nocti hadn't made it and um, had engaged frameshift drive and headed off for her next journey. And um, I was chatting to Nocti earlier and I gave him all our very best of love from the Hutton Truckers for a very difficult situation for him. And um, we sent him a message saying, well, would you mind if we mentioned it on the news? And he said, no, no, you know, please, please, it's okay. You know, share with my friends. Um, you're my spare family. And we said, well, would you like a tune, um, especially for Mummy Nocti and for you and the family there um, at this time? And he said, yep, yeah, I'll, I'll send you a link across. So we picked a tune for him, or he picked a tune. He picked a and tune, yeah. we've got it coming up next. But, yeah, before before we play it, we're just going to say, you know, terribly sad news, Nocti, and all of your friends are here. If you need anything at all, just give us a shout. That's what the Hutton Truckers are for. If you need a, an, an, you know, an ear to talk to or a friend or send us on the radio show, whichever, um, we're here, and uh, all the very best to you and the family. Yep. So we'll just play that tune right now. Then here we go, and we'll be back after this. Is this one's for for you, Nocti? And well, the, the, hang on one second. There's a reason I have to butt in here because he sent me a message. There's a reason why he's playing this tune. I, well, I was thinking. I uh, thinking we we would just uh, have left that their reason and given people a bit of a a bit of a shock at his song choice, well, and then explained it after the fact. But maybe if you explain <laughs> it before, go, go, go on then. I mean, it is it is so special to him that we have to play it then. Yeah. Okay. We'll do that first. All right. Enjoy. Bam, bam, indeed. Right, okay. So now for all those people concerned out there that think we are taking the mickey, uh, we need to tell the story of why that song was chosen. Well, Nocti, Nocti asked for it because if he played it on the radio, his mum would slap him six ways from silly for putting it on the radio, and that's what he wanted. <laughs> it's kind of a beautiful thing, it really is, and and uh, so, oh uh, yep, our condolences have all been passed on to Noxy directly, thanks to Vindian Vinkton Dave here, who's had a word with him earlier on, and of course the Facebook post showing all the support for him um, was well received as yeah. well. Yeah, and knows. just just as an aside on that one, I suppose the the positive in it, uh, you know, his his, his mum hung on till she knew he was all right. And then, yes, quietly engaged the frameshift drive, and uh, he is okay, and his operation went well. So, get well soon as well, and we look forward to seeing you at Frontier Expo, if you're well enough, next week. Brilliant. <clears throat> right, well, 
we need to get back into the uh, the regular show. We have got uh, Brett in the studio, ready to give us the hot pit report and then tell us about what it means. Because I don't know. Do, do you know, Dave? No, I've, seriously, I've got no idea what it all means. Well, actually, I do, because I've been swapping notes with uh, Old Man Riverboat uh, behind the scenes when we've been cover- covering the uh, yeah, covering the system states. But are you ready to take it away, Mr. Riverboat? As ready as I'll ever be, yes. Uh, before we move into that, uh, Dead Meat GF did not take part last week. The winner of every single race was Zorlak. His eagle skills are incredible. That needed to be said. <laughs> right. So dead meat. So dead meat. Cubicle dead three. A bigger liar than his exactly. Tires. Dead meat <laughs> needs to scrub. You can't win. You don't take part. That's the rules. It's just every rules ever. Okay. <clears throat> right. Let's get on with the hotbed report. I think I press this button here. No. Okay. The hot pit team proudly presents our stats for the last seven days. And in 10th place, we have down 1.1 is Wise at 50.4. At 9, uh, at down, sorry, up 6.3, at 50.3 is Trepin. At 8 is Wolf 25, down 2.2 at 60%. In 7, down 7.7, at 61%, we have LP245-10. Up 3.7 at 63%, it's LHS340. Down 7.1 at 66 is George Pantazis at the 5 spot. In 4, down 10.8 at 71.2 is Alpha Centauri. Uh, holding steady at 3 is Wolfs124 at 72.5. At 2 is PSPF LF2 down 4.7 at 76. And sitting at the top is Van Marlen Star at 80.5, up 10%. And over to the hot coal. In six, we have Eel Prue LWLC8-211 at 1.2%. Fartari is uh, 4% in fifth place. Pytheus is down 3.1 at 8.3. Derizo is down, sorry, up 0.7%, at 11.8. Amatsubushi is at 14.7%, and at the top, up 8.8, is Eel Prockle Centauri, which should now be renamed Hutton Mug. No, Hutton Moon. Yes, that's right. And that concludes the information. Brings. Well, thank you very much, Mr. Riverboat. I'm sorry, I've had a couple of beers already. No, you, you and us, you and us both. Yeah, it's um, yeah. So Hutton Moon is actually the planet in Ale Procol Centauri on which Fort Mug sits. That's that's it. I should know yeah. this by now. Oh well, we're, we're getting there, and we have one commander out there at the moment bolstering things for us. King Hanky is out there, and he's a one-man mission beast, uh, trying to help us win the. Was it an election? You said pending yeah. soon. We have a pending election. We're currently in boom. Uh, we're pending an election, so we need data drops to Fort Mug and missions, 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 please, in Dorizo. But we do have a 30-point lead, so it's okay. It doesn't hurt, does it? We do the same thing back at home. Yeah, yeah. Um, and obviously, yeah, Hutton, Moon and Fort Mug are getting all the data. But yeah, missions in Dorizo, there's a, a sneaky top-secret plan to try and win that system as well, as I understand it. So yeah, anybody out there who's you know a bit bored and wants something to do, then yeah, Dorizo is the place to if be. you're bored of Fort Mug. 
party central. You going to ask me what um, the bubble's like? No, no, no. I was just going to say, what does it all mean? Ah, sorry. Yeah, do you want to do that first then? Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> so the the situation in the bubble. What does it all mean? <laughs> Oh my God! Well, we're testing, um, treading in areas that we've never trodden before. Um, hopefully, it's not around um, Alvin's mess. But um, we're currently in retreat. We have pending uh, lockdown. We have pending um, outbreak, and we have pending election. We also have a pending war. Now, this is where it gets complicated. Retreat ends the day war goes live in the very same system. So we are hoping that we retreat from Luman 16 on the day that war is supposed to start in Luman 16. And if that happens, no war, everybody's happy. Right. Um, and just as an aside on that one, Alvin's on a diet at the moment, which means we are actually deliberately shedding some systems and it's okay because we don't want them. And Luman 16's on the list of things that really is a pain in the whatever and we don't mind actually losing lumen 16 and retreating because we've got one of those planetary bases there that everybody keeps doing missions to that causes us harm and puts us in lockdown so don't worry about it it's deliberate alvin's on a diet he's also looking suspiciously at a couple of our other systems saying mm, yeah i'm not sure i want those ones either i want to lose those too so it may be over the next few weeks that we deliberately lose some systems that we don't want to win um so that we can concentrate on the ones that we do want to win Exactly. It's better owning 16 systems out of 16 than it is 12 out of 18. Absolutely. That's where so wars th come from. There's places like Epsilon, Eridani, where there are other player factions in there that, yeah, we, we don't do that. We don't sort of, you know, pee in their pond. That's right. And also Sirius, with all the problems with Sirius Corp, we don't really want to get messy with it. No, we're so. never going to take that place. I mean, the Dog Star is a great place to have a dog like Alvin. But, you know, with with Sirius being tied to the engineer and all the sort of the, the law going on at the moment, there's no way on this earth, even if we were to take it over, it would last about a week before everybody kicked us to the curb and got upset. And, you know, we probably don't want that, really. Exactly. And let's not forget our uh, favourite combat friends, the EDF. Uh, we'd like to uh, give them some distance as well so they can get on with their happy lives and so can we. So we will be leaving Kappa 1 SETI at some point in the future as well. Because there's a big change in 2.4, isn't there? There is. Yes. When you leave, you are least likely to return to the same spot you left from. Whereas last time we left Kappa 1 SETI, we came straight back again. This time when we leave Kappa 1 SETI, we are not going back there. Correct. Uh, theoretically speaking, if Dav has got his... Uh, uh, well, I think what correct. they've said is it's not a never. It's uh, as long as there's nowhere better we can go to, we would expand into it. If Something you know, along those lines, yeah. Because, yeah. as you notice, we're currently in a state of expansion, and what we wouldn't want to do is expand straight back into Luman 16, which is why we're doing exactly what we're doing now. And so do we have any hints about where we might expand at all, or is it all up in the air? I've uh, got some ideas. Uh, TBC. T TBC. Could be D fun, though. Indeedy. Anybody who's been paying attention to the galaxy might be able to spot where we might expand from. We had three systems over the 70... Was it 70% expansion mark? That's right, yes. But Alpha yeah. got there first, thanks to all the hard work from the truckers. So anybody with a BDI on things might be able to spot where we might end up next. But we'll tell you maybe next week? Possibly next week, depending on all the other pendings. But um, yeah, for now, so all I can say is... So when's expansion going live? 
Uh, hopefully tomorrow. So if it goes live and then we get the war, well, no, then we, we'll expand. Well, that's the thing. We shouldn't get the war if retreat is successful. Because right, so we're retreating we from the place that we're having war in. So if we don't get the war because the retreat is successful, then the expansion goes longer. The, the, but if we do get the war because the... Ex oh, my head hurts. Exactly, yes. This was Nocti's plan. He told me to get it done while he was away. So we're trying to get it done in his name. No, absolutely. So, uh, yeah, hopefully next week we'll have some exciting news about a new expansion for Alvin, and we've got someone new to go and play too. Fingers so, um, what do you want everyone to do for the next few days? For the next few days, just standard general trucking in systems that we own, please. Uh, don't mess around with the ones that we don't, because we're carefully monitoring them to make sure we don't get another war. Um, so, yeah, stay out of the likes of Sirius unless we ask you to. Stay out of the likes of Kappa if we ask you to. But just stick to our own systems and just keep, keep them up. So, bottom of the pile, as usual, we've got Wolf 359. Yeah, uh, Wolf Twenty Five. Yeah, they they they're all a bit iffy. Yep, so go for them. They'll be a good place to start. Yeah, and, and actually, unusually, Wise Oh Eight Five Five Oh Seven One Four, which used to be one of our top systems with high percentages, um, is sitting there in the fifties, not the seventies. So yeah, that, that's probably the next one up on the list for doing things. Yeah, that's right. Well, there's been a lot of um, underhand stuff going on over there, so uh, not to worry too much. But yeah, it could do with a little bit of love. Well, it's that dodgy contact that everybody pays off the um, their fines to. Far too many dodgy characters going to Wise, because that is the location where we have our black market contact that can clear all your bounties. Yes, so if you're going to do that, let's space it out in between ticks, please, not all in one day. Fantastic. Well, thank you very much, Mr. Riverboat. And um, as you're here, um, we had the Eagle Racing. What is the date of your next event? I believe it is the 28th of October. Let me just check Facebook. Tried to do it four weeks in advance. And I've also asked Taron4295 to lead um, a late night version on the same night. For um, What, do you mean an, a night shift? Exactly, for, for our night shift um, and early morning people, the Antipodians. Right, so we think 28th, and we're going to be racing in SRVs. We've got a few ideas about locations. Could be a canyon, could be could be a mountain. It could be a number of things. We're looking at all options at the moment, trying to work out which one's going to be the best one. But we've got quite a few people interested so far, so this could be a good one. Yeah, that's okay. Well, we'll once we know where it's going to be, we can start some publicity. But um, we will keep you posted. We'll talk about it on the radio show over the next few weeks. And we will, of course, put it in the diary and post about it on the Hutton Truckers Facebook page. Indeed. Right. Moving along, then. Next bit, we've got a bit of Flossie coming up. And... You know, we had to think of tunes for people. Uh, tunes to do with, you know, fighting and Thargoids and, uh, you know, strange things out there in the galaxy, which, of course, Flossie's going to talk about, hopefully, with some CG. They've got to be some CGs to do with strange things. Well, no, what do they call them? Mysterious things in the patch notes. <laughs> yeah. So we picked a tune called I Heard Wonders by David Holmes. Well, that was a, a nice mellow tune for this evening, wasn't it? 
Yes, very nice. It is, well, it's now time for getting down and dirty with what can make you money this week uh, with the Queen of the Community Goals. That sounds so dodgy. It just sounds so wrong. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> just play the intro and let her speak. So, uh, yeah, quite interesting stuff. I know Dave's got a question regarding a certain uh, new visitor to the universe. Uh, or maybe they're an old visitor and we're the, in- you know, maybe we're the infection. Who knows? Um, but we'll find out. But first... Intro. It's fussy. It's fussy. It's fussy. It's fussy. And the community goes. Hello. Sorry, Felicity. Always interrupting, aren't I? Interrupting cow. Moo. No, sorry. I was interrupting you. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. I just waiting for that wee. And it's flossy time. Go on then, flossy. Give us the rundown on the community goals, please. Okay, this week's community goals. We've got three this week. The second Aegis initiative. Last week, Aegis started developing weapons and technologies to address the rising Thargoid threat. While some were dismayed to see Aegis shift to a military focus, the general consensus was that the move was necessary. Get my teeth in. Following news that Aegis is to embark on a second development initiative, Aegis military liaison Admiral Aidan Tanner released the following statement. The Thargoids represent a very real threat, and their hostility demands that we take appropriate action. As with our previous initiative, our intention is to collaborate with some of the galaxy's foremost engineers to develop efficient anti-Thargoid Thargoid (laughs) to develop efficient anti-Thargoid technologies. In support of this aim, Aegis's corporate partners, Wolf 397 Independence, have pledged to reward pilots who deliver tantalum, thargoid cyclops tissue samples and CRMM composites to Shelbin service station in the Wolf 397 system. The campaign begins on the 28th of September and will run for one week. Its final target is met earlier than planned. The campaign will end immediately. <coughs> Setting up the candy shop. The Candy Crew Guild, an independent corporate, corporate organisation based in the Irizan system, has announced plans to establish a capital shipyard and a scientific research vessel in its home system and has placed an open order for various commodities for use in the construction. Commander Regine, head of the organisation, elaborated on the nature of the campaign. We need quantities of palladium, titanium and robotics and we encourage all able and willing pilots to assist us. We are expecting the initiative to attract agitators but security in the system has been increased and many of our own wings are patrolling the trade lanes to ensure no crime goes unpunished. The organisation has promised to reward pilots who deliver the requested commodities to Bellaport in the Everson system. 
It begins on the 28th of September and will run for one week, and if it's met earlier than planned, it will end immediately. And finally, the winged hussars appeal. <laughs> the winged hussars have announced plans to establish a recreational installation and a tourist beacon in the HIP 110028 system, next to a little visited Earth-like world. The organisation has said it hopes to attract wealthy tourists from core systems such as Seoul and Achenar, people who want to relax but also want to experience some adventure. The Winged Hussars are providing the materials for the new installation, but to cater to the taste of their future clients, they have asked for quantities of Lavian Brandy, Iranian Pearl Whiskey, Conga Ale, Lystian Evil Juice, Indy Bourbon and Bastnick Gin. Pilots will deliver these intoxicants to Xander Dock in HIP 110028 system will be handsomely rewarded. A spokesman for the group said, This is a great opportunity to bring new business to one of the galaxy's border colonies. We are asking independent pilots for help and we are prepared to offer very competitive prices for the liquors we have requested. This campaign also begins on the 28th of September and will run for one week. And if the final target is met earlier than planned, the campaign will end immediately. And that is this week's CD News. Drinks on Ooh. you, and that's like. Well, I have I have extended information on this one. Okay, are you? Because the winged hussars, on the basis that indie bourbons in Hutton Space have actually been helping us for the last four weeks keep Hutton Space, especially for this week, free of lockdown and free of war just so there's indie bourbon available for their CG. So thank you very much, the Winged Hussars. But I have a message from them, if you don't mind me reading it now. Yeah, absolutely. Go for it. So to all independent commanders, the Winged Hussars faction needs your help this week. We have the approval to build a new space bar installation and tourist beacon in the HIP 110028 system, as mentioned by Flossie earlier. Both will be constructed in the orbit of the sixth planet of the system, which is the Earth-like... And it's a unique Earth-like. It is a genuine non-terraform planet, and it's never been colonized by humans. The fact is that it never has any lights on the dark side of the planet, and it suggests that it may either be completely uninhabited or inhabited by sentient beings that um, are completely different to us. We may find out one day. However, at this point in time, we can just admire it from space. We hope that the construction of both the bar and the tourist beacon will boost the local economy and bring profits to this frontier system. The aim is to attract as many rich tourists from the central systems like Seoul or Akinar as possible. People tired with the war between the Federation and Empire, people that are longing for peace and quiet or a conflict-free adventure. Their faction has enough supplies to start the construction of the bar, but as mentioned earlier, to satisfy the refined tastes of the bar clientele, they're asking people to deliver the snake gin, the indie bourbon, the Aaron and Pearl whiskey, the Congar ale, the Lavian brandy, the Elystian evil juice, all of it to Xander Dock in the 110028 system. They hope we will come and help them complete their project. Commanders, can there be a nobler cause than supplying a space bar with rare alcohol? 
Now, please note, everybody, Xanderdog is an outpost, so the largest thing you can dock there is a python, which sounds very truckerish to me. They are also offering an additional reward on top of the CG rewards for the commander that delivers the most alcohol to Xanderdog. They are going to be offering items from the Pilots Federation store, also known as the Frontier Development's Elite Dangerous store, up to the value of 20 old Earth pounds. So, after the CG is finished, if you're in the top 10, send a PM via the forums, the official Frontier forums, with your own CG results screenshot, and they will contact the pilot with the most tons delivered with further details on how to claim their 20 old Earth pounds. Sounds amazing. So, there you go. Yep, so there is real stuff. You can get yourself a new flight jacket or a paint job for your ship or some funky lasers. Oh, nice. So, yes, the um, additional notes. The bar they want to build is a branch of the faction's favourite from Masculine Vision in the HR8444 system. It's called 11 Parsecs, and it's run by ex-commander Jade Raspberry Rotansky. Rokotansky, there we go. This is, this is a very detailed CG. It sounds, and, and they want our, our alcohol. Yeah, oh, yeah, they want our booze. They want the... Hutton Orbital Special Indie Bourbon. Have you seen available? The, just as there's an aside, oh, go ahead. Have you seen the new advertising boards for Lavian Brandy? Well, you mean the ones all over that that super 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 sized space bar? Yes. Have you been to the super super sized space bar? I was a passenger. Ben went. He always nicks, and I always get carded. They don't let me in. Did. Did, did you did you see a certain commander down in the green room being mentioned there at all? No. Uh, well, there happens to be a broadcast from that station about one Intarius fusion and uh, blocking Cubicle 3 with a deposit. <laughs> I've not seen that yet, no. <clears throat> no, there, there are there are sixteen, I think, strange little beacons there, which various messages that we have no idea, but we suspect that um, the Pilots' Federation are trolling us. God damn them, eh? Cheeky buggers. And, and do we know where these Lavian Brandy adverts can be found in the galaxy? Which, which system? I don't know, because I was a passenger, but we were out in Astrope, and we were around Maya. Um, yeah, it was in the Plyoni system. Ah, okay. Because Ben was flying, I was just a passenger. You know, I was just currently printing out a new sort of fighter ship for him and changing the cartridges because we wanted it in pink. Right, after you, after you destroyed your own ones against the face of a Thargoid. Yeah, after I'd left a cow-shaped smear. Um, so... <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, well, thank you very much, Flossie, and I hope you don't mind me sort of jumping in with the extra information from our friends over at the uh, Winged Hussars. Not at all. So are, are you going to be helping helping them out with a bit of uh, bit of trucking? Yes, I think I will be. I doubt I'll you... get in the top ten. But oh, so. <laughs> go on. You're up the... Everybody else is blowing up Thargoids. You've got no better chance ever to get in the top ten. <laughs> Oh, I don't know. I never manage to get anywhere near it, usually. Well, thank you very much, Commander Flossie. Thanks, Abadia. Anyway, 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 we're going to be carrying on the music theme this evening, all about sort of aliens and fighting and guns and, you know, all that kind of stuff. So um, before we head off into Commander Wotherspoon's epic concoction his digestion for this evening of the galnet news which which bodes to be an exciting one with all this new news on thargoids in the galaxy um 
Oh, we just keep the theme going with a bit of Peter Gunn by Dwayne Eddy. It's the original, I hope. Not not the um, Blues Brothers one. I think this one's the original. So, yeah. Oh, we'll find Take out it away. Yeah, we'll find out now. Galnet News Digest, 28th of September, 3303. We read the news so you don't have to. In this week's news, a quiet week for Galnet. Caustic comments cause hull reinforcement climb down. Buckyballers deny organised crime link. A quiet week for Galnet. There's been very little news worthy of a story in Galnet this week. Apart from a worrying increase in the number of stations closed due to Thargoid artefact damage, there seems to have been little worth reporting. The two appeals by Aegis to help engineers Ishmael Palin and Liz Ryder develop scanning and missile technology have been moderately well supported, despite two periods during which all ships were grounded due to computer failure. And that's about it. In other news, Tharg the Mighty, Emperor of the Call 70 Sector and Lord of Polaris, has moved some of the smaller ships in his battle fleet into the Pleiades Sector to investigate reports of unauthorised interference at his barnacle farms. Having found tiny alien spaceships piloted by meat bags systematically destroying his property and for no discernible reason collecting large numbers of organic samples, Thark has decided that something must be done. However, he is a merciful ruler of all he surveys, and he's decided that rather than annihilate the meatbag infestation straight away, he will first conduct scientific research to find out why the little fellows are so interested in blasting his scavengers to pieces. To this end, he's given the community of Thargoids a goal to collect as many samples of meatbag life as possible in order to allow their motivations to be probed. Tharg the Mighty has pledged to reward Thargoids who deliver samples of human meatbags to Klaxian Orbital in the Call 70 sector FY-NC21-3 system. The campaign begins on the 26th of September 3303 and will run for one year. If the final target is met earlier than planned, the campaign will end immediately. Tharg the Mighty respectfully commands his minions not to bring a Resrian artefact to the station, reminding them that faction state changes, OA bombing, and other disruptive events can negatively impact markets and station services, and could prevent the initiative from running smoothly, and Tharg the Mighty likes things to run smoothly. And things get broken if things don't run smoothly. Caustic comments cause hull reinforcement climb down. The Pilots' Federation is reported to be behind an emergency recalibration of hull reinforcement technology this week. 
The hull reinforcement modules are believed to have contained dangerous meta-alloys that, while providing powerful protection against caustic attack, may also be responsible for a plague of short-sightedness amongst commanders, thus accounting for the sudden increase in eyewear amongst the piloting population. The Pilots' Federation demanded the immediate removal of all meta-alloys from hull reinforcement modules, something that was completed after an emergency recall on Wednesday night. The Pilots' Federation is confident that it has stopped the epidemic of myopia in its tracks, and that all pilots are safer as a consequence. Buckyballers deny organised crime link. The Buckyball Racing Club has strongly denied links with organised crime this week. After it was revealed that the organisers of the latest Buckyball Challenge are smuggling supremos, the Lonigan Brothers. Fat Tony and Little Nook Lonigan, recently released after a two-year stretch in prison, have organised a festival of three races. The Station Scramble, the Bubble Tour and the Wasat Rally. All of these races begin and end at Brush Dock in the Siren system. There's a special Iron Bucky trophy to be awarded for pilots who complete all three races, one of which requires extensive use of a surface reconnaissance vehicle, in one continuous session and without making any repairs or using synthesis. Fat Tony's Festival of Racing begins on the 30th of September and lasts for one week. Fat Tony hopes that everyone will have fun and reminds participants that anyone caught cheating will be invited to put on some concrete wellingtons and go for a swim in Don Antonacci's Olympic-sized swimming pool. And that's this week's Galnet News. Galnet News, we read the news so you don't have to. an awesome update there from the dear Mr. Wotherspoon and, and Flossie I know so yeah. working with girls to collect meat bags <laughs> that sounds rude <laughs> Flossie talk about tea bagging <laughs> well, tea for Thargoid yes <laughs> Oh dear me! Well, that, that brought it down. So we have uh, we have a tune in, in in sort of dedication to us shooting first. In, sorry, pardon. I, I was I was miles away. They <clears throat> not paying attention. You were thinking about meat bags again, weren't you? <laughs> you know, it, it's. I mean, there's something sad, isn't it, about the fact that our first response to alien encounters wasn't to bring them hut and mugs that we've tried and it wasn't to bring them gold or you know, see what they like it was to bring lasers and doom and death to them and you know you, you do wonder how did it all get quite so dark you know, where, where combat is the first option well you know they're bugs <laughs> was it's it, called yeah, elite be... dangerous and not elite trade elite hugs yeah, elite yeah. tickles I mean, I, I think we've, we've just about bitten off as much as we can chew now, and everything we get here after is something we've clearly asked for. But, 
Yeah, if anybody remembers the original cinema trailer for Elite Dangerous, it was done by a band called Royal Blood, and they've got a wonderful, wonderful tune on just this subject about, yeah, how did we get so dark? Ooh, that is a, yeah, that's a cracking tune. I don't think that was the original one. What was the original one? It was, um, oh, God, what was it? I can't remember what the original trailer one was. Mm. It was a corker. It was a corker. I don't know. It was really kind of... Country music. I got your country music covered. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, uh, it doesn't quite fit in with Elite Dangerous, does it, Buck? <laughs> oh, unfortunately not. But we still play a little bit of it on the radio. Oh, God, yeah, we got your country section for um, for all you Buck fans out there, for all you Texans. Enjoy a bit of the old country and, indeed, some of the Western, too. Yep, yep. And then the good old trucker tunes. My like favorite. Tiger Cow's favorite convoy. <laughs> Yeehaw! <laughs> oh, oh, I've got, I've, we've had a special request. Sorry, just, be, just before I um, have to scarper off to Cubicle 3, we've got a special request, whether you have the stats or not, for information on Hutton Truckers doing trucking as well as combat. We had a complaint last week. Yeah, oh, I know yeah. we had a complaint, and they can stick it in their ear. I already got it all rid up. <laughs> oh, you're a good fella. <laughs> oh, no, they can still stick it in their ear. <laughs> Just just stick a lot of tons of it in the rear. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, yeah, it was one of these comments that was made, which was basically, surely we should be uh, looking at the top trucker who ships the most in a week because that's what truckers do, and we don't seem to be paying attention to that. Truckers don't shoot people. They they truck things. Well, why are we, why are we not trucking, no, trucking tr- the truckers? Tr- truckers? Truckers don't shoot people. Thargoids do. Isn't that the lyrics? It's something along those lines, yes. So we've got that in the new one then, Buck. That's fantastic. Well, I think it is a very good time, and I need to work on a week. I need to work on a theme tune for you. Unless you've got one of your own. Um, Not off the top of my head. Sure don't. Uh, oh, well, then we shall um, pass over to Buck with the trucker. Oh, God, I've just had a jalapeno. No, no, habanero, bloody snuffling pig. Pork scratching on my tongue is untidy. Shouldn't have had one. Do you need me to just take over now? <laughs> yeah, go and take over while I go and stick my tongue <laughs> in right. milk. We'll we'll do that. You find yourself some nice tea over Ooh. there, son. Ooh. I ain't helped my tongue this tingly since the last time I no. <laughs> well, howdy there, truckers. This is old Buck Naked, spokesman for Lacon Spaceways. Back again for this week's Hutton Top Trucker. How do we keep up with your shenanigans while you tootle around in the Milky Way? Why, we install this little piece of software called the Hutton Helper in your spaceship. If you ain't already got it installed, you can install it yourself, relatively pain-free, by going to the website hot.forthemug.com. Almost as pain-free as cleaning Thargolet bug splatters off of your window. So let's get on to our top truckers from last week. Yeehaw! From the Explorers, jumping like our prize bullfrogs at the frog jumping competition, Commander Mindwipe kicked last week's record out to pasture with a tad over 24,000 light years jumped. Commander Aiden takes the lead on bounty hunting 
with 38.2 million credits earned and accounted for. Good to see some new blood on the battlefields. And our top mission trucker this week is Commander Doghouse Mike, leading the way with 264 missions completed. Miss Lale has a gift card for you to use at McThargoids. And don't forget to pick up a McStiffy on your way out. And from last week, them people who complain that I ain't talking about truckers who actually truck things. Well, I'm going to pull a commander's name out who done some, uh, won one of our things last week. Oh, what did he win? What did he win? I think he was the top mission trucker last week. It was Commander Boo Boo Fitzdaisy. Not only did he buy the most cargo, but he sold the most cargo. I'm assuming that means that he trucked the most cargo. Though, not necessarily, because you could buy it at the starport and sell it right away. Although, you'd be earning a loss. That wouldn't be too good. Anyway, Commander Boo Boo Fitz Daisy, you bought and sold the most cargo this past week. 64700 92 units. Congratulations. You want to hear your name on this here radio station? Make sure you got the Hutton Helper installed. Pick it up on the web at hot.forthemug.com and get to trucking. Hutton Top Trucker, bought to you, brought to you by Lake On Spaceways, the only ships in the galaxy with the best view from the cockpit. And we'll soon be expanding our line just like Doc's waistline keeps expanding after eating Miss Melba's apple pies. Wow. Wow, so that's, yeah, a, wow. That, yeah, that's a ton of trucking. Um, he's a damn good, filthy mother trucker. Yeah, I don't forget who uh, who it was what was complaining about it not being said, but if it was old Odie, um, Odie came in second with about 44,000 units bought and sold. Well, that's good now. I know, in fact, I'm just going to have a quick look to see if the Hutton Helper is... Yep, the creator of the Hutton Helper is down there. I'm going to drag him up to studio for a quick check-in with him. Hello, Commander Antarius Fusoid. Good evening. I thought it was worth, just because we're talking about people coming in and having a look at the Hutton Helper, uh, now, this week, I think, is going to be a bit corrupt, the data-wise, because I think the ED... Uh, Market Connect, the EDMC, is not functioning thanks to changes in the Elite Dangerous API. Is that correct? That is incorrect, sir. The the Elite Dangerous Market Connector isn't working for the EDDN. um, When you dock at a station, it won't gather the the materials data. But it still reels off the journal entries, so the the Hutton Helper still collects its data and it still comes to us. Fantastic. What I wanted to confirm was it's definitely worth everyone getting involved because I know there's a lot of shouting about the API changes again. Yep, API's down until FDEV decide that they want to fix it, but um, that doesn't disrupt our lovely plugin. You heard it here first, truckers. Get your HUD and helper in your cockpit now for your chance to be read out by book on next week's show with his fancy new theme tune. That's the only way um, that I can, you know, convince myself to do it is to promise it. <laughs> That's it. So I look forward to it. Next week there will be a book. A book there will be. I can't promise it'll have the uh, class and gravitas of. Uh, yeah, we can't promise it'll be good. 
That's kind of a bit of the country and western. Oh yeah, I like bluegrass. It's always good. There is no well shit. I can't help it. I can't help it. It just needs to be at the end there. It just needs to be at the end. Um, we are going to, I think, take a run down to the green room in a second. Um, but we have a special tune to play while we get ready for doing that. Um, and this special tune is probably more of an advisory of something we probably should have thought about before opening fire on the flower people and their flower ships. <laughs> Definitely something we should have considered first. Unfortunately, we didn't. Now we actually know the answer to this eternal question of, you know, the artist War, who asks, why can't we be friends? Why can't we be friends? Because you shot us in the faces, you bunch of meatbag bumheads. That's why. That's why. Good evening, Green Room. Hello, everybody. Hello. 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 Oh, we have a, a busy, busy oh, green room tonight. Let's let's take a, a run down the chats and find out what's been going on. We've got Scott Brett, who's here. Oh, we have Hollow Hober, Hollow Hober Mallow, and his Hollow Hober, Uber, Ula, Ula, Kula, Hula, Hula, Hooper uh, service. How are you, Hooper? Quiet. It's quiet. Smoking a fag. Yeah, having a piss, smoking a fag. And then we've got next on the list, we have Dobble, the uh, special mouse wielder. How are you, Dobble? I'm fine, except my uh, joystick died on the day of the launch. Don't my, need joysticks uh, to blow up. Yeah, yeah Cytex X66 are now dead and have been returned to whence they came. Oh, I have no. given up with Cytex now. <laughs> yes, I have joined the people who now diss Cytex. <laughs> Which uh, joystick are you going to go for now? The Warthog. Should arrive tomorrow. If Ooh. Amazon is good and Amazon, Amazon is really good. I must admit, I was really impressed with Amazon dealing with the uh, return. Okay, it was in warranty, but it was, yeah, you want your money back? Not a problem. That's hey. good, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've got a Warthog, and I have to say that I have not had any issues other than that I wore out the secondary fire button. Which was your push to talk, I take it. <laughs> no, no, that's in, the, that's in the throttle. I'm still using my original throttle, but I bought a replacement stick for it um, purely because I'd worn down this, the, 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 the secondary fire. It was just, it was a bit spongy, um, but that was it. And you can replace those, you know, if I was, yeah. if I could be yeah, arsed. I'd, yes, I'd replace it. I'm just going through all the software now and the manuals to try and figure out how I'm going to configure this damn thing. Um, and I'm just trying to figure out layers at the moment. It's an excellent stick, other than the fact, mm. have you got pedals for your uh, pitch or your yaw? Do you they not arrived it? today, yes. I bought the pedals. Um, they're okay. I've tried them. I've got to get used to them. I, I, I'm used to a twist throttle, and the muscle memory has just got to be relearned. <laughs> it's a fair bit of going. We also, uh, we shall move on, don't, 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 I'll see you in a second. We also have uh, Ed Levice, who you may, may well know from those dodgy videos on YouTube. Um <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to come up with something really rude, Ben, but I can't think of something on the fly that quickly. Uh, good evening, Ben. How are you? Good evening, Grant. I, I, I've actually been uploading some pornography of Dr. Toxic this evening. What? Um, he, he's, I've been uploading some pornography of Dr. Toxic. He's been flying his beluga through swirly spinny things. 
and I promised him I would make this this public for him when I jumped into his ship earlier. Ben Actually, he he pulled me into his ship without permission, but that's by the by. <laughs> Making probably the most exciting videos on YouTube. <laughs> um, right, okay, fair enough. <laughs> he pulled you in with it. That's 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 a talent. That is a talent. And how are you, Ben? Are you all right? Yeah, I'm doing good. I'm, I'm actually just I'm getting my ASP all equipped for our lovely Thargoid friends doing getting it re- prepared up for science. Did you manage to get the uh, fighters reprinted? I got my fighters reprinted um, after you might have gone off and done your Battlestar Galactica exit scene straight into one of their the Cyclops' eyes. <laughs> do, you know what's, do you know what's really disappointing about that? Is that there wasn't a gigantic dong! <laughs> <laughs> that was all the sound but guys! You can just add it, add it in second, you know, in post. In post-production. That's what the sound guys right. need to work on. You need to, you need, when you hit that Thargoid right in the middle, it should go <laughs> like a gigantic symbol. Just bong! I mean, have you heard the, the latest... Theory that you know those that middle bit is actually its eyeball. Really, so, you know when you crashed into it, it should have blinked and looked at you like, "What the? F- are you doing to me?" <laughs> we'll find out more next week. Um, <laughs> next list, we've got Antares Fusion, and we have Mister Marquis. We've spoken to you guys, so stuff you's um, Fletch. Stuff you's back. Stuff me. Yeah, yeah, I can stick it in my pipe and smoke it, and maybe I can one week get it onto that bloody top ten list of the flipping. Tracker. I'm trying, guys. I'm trying really hard. <laughs> Fletch. You're very you trying. I'm very trying. Fletch, how are you doing? Are you uh, out there in the black, finally? Yes, at last. And I've got the uh, the old um, Logitech Attack Free joystick working. Thanks, David. Ooh. And that's- it works. It's better than using a mouse and keyboard. Brilliant! It's good to hear you're finally catching up with us and joining us in the in the black in the battle for the mug. For the mug. For <laughs> the mug. I shall I leave you alone. There we've got Floss as well. Mindwipe is in here as well. Good evening, Mindwipe. How are things over in Colonia? Not too bad. Uh, like uh, Brett mentioned, things are going well with the influence for uh, all the uh, Deriso Station and Fort Mug. Unfortunately, I haven't got chance to actually get in touch with Splendor to find out what their official orders are but I gave them a quick heads up on what needed to be done so far this week. The one thing I actually have been doing though is learning how to fly my cutter again. Oh, did you forget? Um, because one of the things they've added in, one of the things they've added in 2.4 is not every station, especially surface ports in Colonia, allow for auto docking so you have to learn it all again. <laughs> Well, uh, you just you just took yourself down in my estimations. Um, <laughs> <laughs> do people use auto docking computers? Honestly, I never never knew. It became a staple over there at one point. Now it's like, oh shit! Now I've got to learn to fly again. Yikes! Yikes! So that is <laughs> that was my doing. We have Skip Rye, who's fortunately muted tonight. So that's good news. Um, but he's probably abusing some kind of sausage somewhere. Uh, Dave's here as well. Uh, he came down. He think he's disappeared to go and uh, remind his wife what he looks like. <coughs> Commander Aiden, are you there? Yep. Great. And how are you doing? And what have you been up to? Uh, well, currently I'm just about to stop off at Crampton's to dump a load of stuff for the truckers. Uh, but other than that, I'm taking a break from trying to be Taron and not succeeding all that well. 
Oh right, okay. <laughs> Have you had any uh, thorn? I, I know, I know. I I came top of the bounties list last week, but that was, I suspect, partially because Taryn went. Yeah, I'm busy this weekend. See you later, guys. And then came promptly back and shoved you right back down that list. Yeah. Yeah, Taryn. We'll talk to talk to Taryn in a in a minute. Uh, have you had any unfortunate Thargoid experiences? Not as yet, as I've been hiding in the bubble thus far, just going. No, I don't want to be doing this. I'll let other people more braver than I deal with this sort of thing, and then once they've got all the toys out, then I might go along and you know be brave. But yeah, we, yeah, we no. may we may have uh, have to have a, a truckers meet up to take out a Thargoid as a collective. That could be quite fun. <laughs> See how that goes. Uh, we have Commander Bam. Good evening, Commander Bam. Good evening. And how are you getting on? I'm loading up mugs at an orbital at the moment Ooh. for tomorrow's event. Fantastic. So, how, how have you got many people there with you at the moment? No, there's only Flaccid Ween. I'm not sure if this is his first trip out here, but yeah, we're loading up slowly. Fantastic. So are you looking for people to get out there tonight? What platform are you currently um, rocking? Uh, I'm not blocking anything tonight, and Pad 3 is a bit iffy. But uh, I'm off to bed soon, but hopefully there'll be people with mugs tomorrow to head out to throw them at Thargoids. <laughs> okay, part of the Thargoid gift group. Um, yeah, don't forget to get some nice ribbons on them, and we know that they like meaty sacks, so... Flossie, I think, has got a collection at home, surely. <laughs> <laughs> he has a few used tea bags as well. She's got, yeah, she's certainly got a firm grip of Robbie's. Um, <laughs> <Hi. laughs> uh, so, so he says, yeah, but he makes her own jokes. Uh, we have Commander Bicky, who is currently taking a break from shooting people in PUBG. How are you, Bicky? I'm not doing too bad, just uh, issuing myself some repairs on the Gnosis. Oh dear, did you have some mis uh, mishaps? I, I, I've had three interactions in one go with uh, Thargoids, came out with 28% hull. <laughs> ouch, ouch. And so <laughs> 2 million, two million uh, repairs was far cheaper than 33 million rebuy. Flippin' heck, what are you flying? Is it made of gold? Anaconda. Under. That's cheap. It is, because I don't have the um, most expensive hull, the regenerative hull. I've only got military. 33 so, yeah. million credit rebuy? Yeah. You're a backer cow. You don't know what it's like for us. <laughs> <real people. laughs> uh, I'm a backer as well. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so I do get a, a little bit discount on my rebuy. And uh, I think I might be uh, shifting over to uh, doing some work for Hutton Truckers every time I'm in Elite now because uh, after a bit of a, uh, an internal politics disagreement, uh, my faction has collapsed. Oh, no! Yeah. Oh, no! What happened? Welcome here. Yeah, what happened to the bickies? 
Um, it was. It started off as a disagreement with two people who were too. Uh, both of them were too big to turn around to the other one and say, "I'm sorry for what happened," and it all sort of balled out of proportion. Oh God, uh, that's a shame. That is a shame. Well, you're always welcome. You're welcome anyone. And you know, if you find yeah. something better, you're always welcome to sort of two time us as well. Truckers are not. We're not like your average <laughs> girlfriend. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you come in here stinking of another faction and we're all right about it. It's fine. Don't worry about it. It's fine. We're allowed to see other people. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm going to make you down a little bit, though. I just hope my wife didn't hear any of that. Um, Commander <laughs> Newell Turner, good evening to you, sir. Good evening. And how are you getting on in the game? Oh, not bad, not bad. I am currently uh, bossing people about for the mug. Oh, for the mug. For the mug. For the mug. For yeah. the mug. This could be bad. This could go on if we always <laughs> reply for the mug every time someone says for the mug. We're going to be here a long mug. time. For the mug. Mug. Um, for the mug. Mug. <coughs> and, mug. And for the what? For the, for the mug. The mug. mug. The pu- oh. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, we're done. Sorry. <laughs> when are we going to upgrade ne- to the crystal Never let yourself the lead crystal glasses. Oh, the, the what? The lead crystal the glass. glasses. For the lead crystal glasses. That's that's yeah. that's not going to quite. Gin. Yeah. <laughs> for the gin and for the mug and for the coffee for the tea. Um, I don't we gin, drink gin out of mugs too, don't we? We we can. It's advisable because it's got a handle, which makes it much easier to pick up when you're drunk. Um, we haven't got the new mugs in yet. I'm still waiting with bated breath for the new delivery of mugs to arrive so that I can get some photographs and show you guys. Uh, hopefully going to have some for the expo uh, to send down, but I've not received them, so it's looking a little bit ropey. Hopefully it'll arrive either tomorrow or the beginning of next week, and then I can get it shipped down to whoever's going to be the Miss Poor Soul that's going to carry them all. Um, oh, God, Skip Rat's unmuted. Oh. Yeah. No, nothing, nothing, it's fine, there's nothing, we, we, we passed you, sorry, we, we moved on, we were doing it in Yule Turner, because he's far more interesting. Uh, what, what, <laughs> what else, so you're giving orders for the mug, yeah. what, what else are you up to? Just ignore Skip, right, he's not here. Um, the rest of the time I've been trying to get my ship's Fargoid proof, though I've not found any method of doing that yet. Oh, gold, let me know. Prayer. <laughs> <laughs> I could use it. Thrusters, and then you, you can run away. You should duct tape uh, HRP relics to the outside. That'll definitely do it. <laughs> or, or, or apparently, apparently bio um, waste. Somebody worked out that I think it was something like twelve thousand sidewinders strapped to the outside of your anaconda was cheaper than a seven A shield, but would provide you with about a hundred times the more shield power. <laughs> <laughs> I've just got to go and collect all my sidewinders then. <laughs> yeah, from a run. You don't use sidewinders as bookmarks, do you? Imagine it has the, been known uh, to happen. Oh, <laughs> girl! Yeah, I've heard. I've heard that been done before. Um, we also have Commander Ventura back for from a long, a long stay away. How are you? I'm all right. How are you doing? You're back to fight some bugs, are you? Um. Yeah. Oh, to have a look anyway. Uh, I was on Tuesday when you guys were doing the live radio broadcast, and uh, basically that's been about it. I haven't really been doing much. I've been pretty ill, as you could probably tell by my voice. Uh, oh, no, that was about it. So, I take it you were laughing at my my beautiful uh, flight of that fighter. Probably the quickest flight oh, known yes. to man. <laughs> yes. I thought it was good. I, I didn't know you could use fighters as um, actually instead of bullets, you know, or lasers or anything. I thought the fighter was actually did quite a good job. Not quite sure what effect it had on its hull, but I bet it definitely caused some confusion in the Thargoid cockpit. 
probably just laughed. <laughs> oh gosh, we also have Commander Dougal. Uh, that's a, Hello. a new. A, I'm not recognising the name. Were you in last week? Nah, a couple of times before, but not that often. No worries. We've I come one, and go. We've missed you a few times. Then, um, <coughs> what are you up to at the moment, and how are things? I am good. I came to fight bugs, but they didn't like me very much. So I'm going to figure out a way around has, it. Has anyone tried taking out the Thargons yet? Is it a possibility? I don't know that you can. They're too quick. Well, they are, but I think you can. Defense turrets. Yeah, I mean, I wonder if you know we can modify our um, not our chaff launchers, our what do you call them? Um, the defenses, the missile defense. Uh, what do you call it? The green point one. Point defense is, yeah, is point the defense. only one. Uh, that, yeah, the point defense is the one that sort of deals with them. Because they are little bastards. Um, yeah, <laughs> but that's fine. So you you went out there to have a look, and you haven't quite. Uh, well, we're still waiting. No, I ran home to the bubble with my tail between my legs. But you still had your and ship. Yeah, I ran away. Bugger. How did you yeah. guys all survive? I literally disappeared in seconds. It just like I didn't, I didn't I didn't shoot it. It it launched at Stargoids and I ran away. I, I had, didn't shoot oh. it. I was like I ain't hanging around. I had no weapons on my ship fitted. I had nothing. I was a, a peaceful <laughs> convoy, uh, an envoy, and I went across to make you know, I put on obviously I put on the video comms and then I blew up. <laughs> I don't know what's going on there. Uh, we also have another PUBG uh, fanatic. We have I'm Pedro. How are you? I'm good. Fantastic. I'm good. What are you up to at the moment in game? I am uh, doing some passenger missions right now, and I've been interdicted by two Fargoids. With a passenger mission, that must be interesting. Yep. Do they yep. do, do they uh, freak out and just jump out the ship? Well, no. He was very unhappy that the Fargoid attacked us. And considering I'm in a dolphin, I can't really do much. <laughs> I tossed out that passenger because I felt like he wasn't going to be a nice trip 20,000 20, light years away from the bubble. No, I mean, what you could think of is obviously, because the Thargoids seem to quite like it, you know, escape capsules, so you just needed to eject them out of the lock and yeah. Um, yeah, then drift off while the Thargoids occupied, wondering how you cook these meat packages. Um... <laughs> But yeah, it was a. Well, it, it, it sounds like yeah, the passenger missions. I mean, I'd like to. I'd like to see people panicking. I'd like to see a, an abundance of passenger missions near the sort of mire end, and people getting shipped out to Colonia would be awesome. Well, one of the passengers now is pretty quiet after I tossed out the other one. <laughs> so, so. Tickets, please. Here it is. Here it is. He better give me a five-star review, otherwise I'm coming to his house. <laughs> TripAdvisor is taking a beating now that the Thargoids are here. Commander Lennon, good evening to you. Good evening. Other than twiddling your tash, what have you been up to in-game? Uh, that's about it, I'm afraid. Work Just has been uh, knackering me, so I'm staying away from the game for a week. Uh, we need you to take on some Thargoids with us, so we'll, we'll definitely be back in touch. You've got the aim that we need. Mm, I imagine so. Fantastic, thank you. Uh, we have Odimon crew with the pun of the week, which we were dreading. It might not be. I don't have a pun for this week. You don't have a pun, uh, but you have been playing with Thargoids. No. No. Been shipping no. food into George's pants and shit out of them. <laughs> you did. You did. 
You did get second on the truckering list. Um, now, was it you that complained about the lack of trucking on the trucker's top trucker? He's taking the fifth. He's taking the fifth on that Can one. <laughs> no worries, Odie. We also have a commander who seems to be uh, muted there, passive N. Uh, if you are there, you're welcome to come on and say hello. But other than that, in your absence, we're going to move on to Commander Taran, who has returned with all guns pointed at bad people. Is that correct? Yes, all pointed at bad people. Uh, went out and visited the Thargoids yesterday, and um, I'm quickly uh, put my tail between my legs and ran back to Hutton. That's, so there you go. That's uh, Aiden. That's all you need to know is to disguise uh, your your ship as a Thargoid and just troll the crap out of Taran, and that'll keep him out of the way. He'll just keep yep. flying off and leaving you to get your bounties. Um, did you have any sort of um, battling? Did you feel the need to shoot, or did you honestly just jump out? Uh, well, well, um, Shatter Mage and I showed up yesterday trying to deliver some mugs, and um, um, there was some shooting involved after they, because apparently if you get too close, they decide to attack you, and, and, and that was not fun. Uh, I, as well, managed to get out of there in one piece, so um, we need to, you know, um, work on some certain um, um, piloting skills for some certain nameless people. Okay. All right. Uh, some hush-hush missions. Yeah. Other than that, it was a great time. They didn't take any of our mugs, so um, we were very unhappy about that. <laughs> they just don't have any tasty Stargoids. We need to work out what we put in the mugs that will make them too delectable for them to refuse, but... Gin, hmm. gin you reckon you reckon that a Thargoid is a gin drinker? Meat bags. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. Meat, meat bags with a little vermouth. Now, you know, I don't know about you right. guys. I'm not thinking about meat bags, actually. I just realised I'm thinking about meat eggs, and that's something completely different. Um, but you meat could, sacks. Meat sacks, yeah. But no, stop it. Good evening, Simon. How are you, and what have you been up to? Good evening. Uh, I've just picked my microphone off the floor. You're coming in very left, left, sir. Hey, oh, am I? Um, it's a pleasant change. He's also going coming in one ear. Yeah, I'd, I'd fallen over. Oh, he's coming go. on both years now. Oh, better. Well, <laughs> yeah, ben. yeah, I'm good that way. Then that cost extra. It, it involves your meat sacks. Good way to just sound like he was shouting in my left ear. Hmm. <laughs> ah! Yeah. No, no, how did you enjoy your beef, um. Your beef. <laughs> my your beef, beef things. <laughs> my beef? The scratchy bit. Your pig scratchings. My pig, my my pig scabs. Um, yeah, I I finished off the salt and vinegar ones because there wasn't any left of them, and that was nice. And I thought, you know what, I'm going to try one of these um, habanero ones, these pigs of <laughs> doom. And you, 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 you're a bastard. <laughs> He's your brother. It's his job. Yeah, but you see, I didn't even realise until he asked there. I didn't think anything <laughs> at all of the fact that I'd finished the salt and vinegar ones and I opened up the ones next to me expecting them to be the habanero ones because that's where no, they were. But apparently, according to the jar, which has now been tampered with, these are not the habaneros. These are apparently the low and slow barbecue ones, which are really, really nice. Um, so the, obviously the intention was that I would see them and grab a handful and end up in hospital. Uh, <laughs> 
Simu, will these be making an appearance at FX? Uh, the, oh, these pork scratchings! Oh, I don't ah, know. I'm just, I'm just thinking these these death by pork scratchings at the stand. Oh god, yeah. You know what? I can I'm, not, I'm not picturing cow's ass exploding from these things. Oh god, no, no, mate. They, they're just they're just sheer pain on your mouth. Um, as I say, you know, if you can remember, if you if you ever licked a nine volt battery. <laughs> yeah. I still look at that battery. What are you talking about? <laughs> if you've ever done no, that. No, the th- the thing is. <sighs> What what you need to do with them is like when you first try them or you take a break from them, they're just it's painful. You have to eat enough until all you can taste is the flavour of the blood vessels in your tongue. <laughs> and after that point you can actually enjoy them. <laughs> so I've, I've been told that's a little bit like drinking Frangelico. I wouldn't know, but apparently I know people recently have been going, Yeah, we should try that again. <laughs> yeah, you know there is a degree of that can't have been that bad. That must have just been one off. It does yeah. does enter your head, but then at some point you do get that point in your head which thinks it's not fucking worth the risk anymore. Yeah. <clears throat> maybe if you sandpaper your tongue, well, maybe get some down for the expo. Actually, maybe order probably refill pack for Simon to bring down and put over at the well, hut. When a scratching makes me bleed out of both ends, I think I'll actually pass on but on that one. <laughs> a lot bleeding out no, I mean, they are actually so painful that, and, and this is saying a lot, I wouldn't even trick somebody into trying one. What are you talking about? You've just relabeled the whole jar of them sitting next to me in the hope that I would have looked at I the jar. I was talking about people. Oh, I was talking yeah. about people. I see. I see how it is. <laughs> Get them to sign a waiver. The truth comes out. The funny thing is, all I've got to do is shuffle these jars, and tomorrow when he goes to sneak a nice barbecue one, he pays the price. He's just, you know, he's only fooling himself. I'm glad I'm not the only one who's got a little brother like that. Bratching roulette, huh? He's my big brother. He's I've just got six. You want to adopt one? Big bastards. That's what he is. <laughs> you get six. Yeah. Six brothers. Six little brothers. Do they know. play elite? Wow. They don't even know what elite is. Oh, damn it! Oh, well, there goes that substitution. <laughs> well, well, this, this is a hot on you. Six but brothers. He did. Yeah. 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 The worst yeah. one. <laughs> Oh, hold it. <laughs> uh, it's, it's funny how Skip Rat piped up when you mentioned bleeding at your arse, Simon. But, okay, where am I going with that? <laughs> oh, no, no you're it? not going anywhere with that. What day is it? I mind, wait, if you could remind Friday. us about this tomorrow. Tomorrow's Friday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bring, bring up job? your brothers tomorrow. Mind, wait, we'll have a chat about them then. Yeah. We'll have a chat about them and about wizard sleeves. And all that <laughs> I'll try my best. I don't guarantee it, though. I can't stand any of the little fuckers. Why do I detect a brand new answer appearing in Quiplash? Um, right. <laughs> thank you, thank you, everybody, uh, for being here tonight. I think we've got a, we've got the mugging event to the Thargoids tomorrow night that you can all get uh, involved in. Go to the Facebook page, have a look at the event, see if anything takes your fancy. We've got a Glasgow Elite uh, Pizza. Well, no, we've got a Glasgow Pizza Meet coming up next month on the fourteenth of October. If you want to, <laughs> yeah. I thought you were going to say next week. I was about to fall over. No, it's, it's yeah, next week. On <laughs> yeah, that's something else you can add into next week. Um, the best no, it's about three weeks, three weeks or so. Um, that should be great fun. Ooh. If you can get along to those, they're really, really, really fun. And if there's not been one in your area yet, what are you waiting for? 
organise one. Pick a location, whether or not it's a Pizza Express, which is our pizza house of choice, um, only because I think it's, is, it, is it Brett that works there? Brett Riverboat. Yeah, so if you're, you know, want to book it, just, you know, put an event up on the truckers page. People in your local area or anyone relatively nearby that's willing to travel will then agree to come along. And that's it. That's all you have to do. The next thing you know is you've got groups of people that you're able to travel to events with. It is an awesome way to meet people and it's not too difficult because even if, you know, an arse or, you know, two arses turn up like my brother, um, then you still get good pizza. It's a win-win. Can I can I just quickly say something, Cal, if it's okay? Yeah, yeah, should. Yeah, uh, on the 14th of October as well, uh, Dobbo and me will be at the Event City in Manchester for the Play Expo uh, event as well. So if any truckers or uh, people are up there at that event, <coughs> look us up. Well, do you want to stick an event up on the Facebook page as well? Uh, or maybe even have a word with Pete Wotherspoon and give him the details and let him make an event yeah, for I'll you? Yeah, I'll let Pete know, yeah. But you don't have to. Yeah, I'll let Pete know. He makes events and does all the work, so we don't have to. Poor Pete. He's awesome. But me and Dobbo are going to be there, so if anybody's there at Event City on the 14th of October, look at me and Dobbo up. Will you have any pork goodness that causes pain? I'm sorry? <laughs> no, never mind. I know that if you, if you, happen, to meet, if you happen to meet Skip Rat, he's got quite a spicy sausage. I'll take your word Ka-ching. for it. What is it, Simon? I'm just going to say we're going to miss Taryn. He's um, just mentioning that he's not going to be on, able to make the live shows for a while. Oh no! Why? Is, well, yeah. Yeah, he, I picked uh, up a contract. So I'm saying, not going to be around for the live broadcast anymore. Oh, new job! You're always welcome here at any time. That's right, you can always tune in, or you can catch it on Twitch, or you can catch it on the Hutton Orbital app, wherever you are, put it on the work, radio, and etc. I didn't say that my brother had two arses, I said that he's the equivalent of two arses. <laughs> two arse, one body. <laughs> I'm a huge fan of the podcast for both Hutton and Lave when I can't make them, so... Fantastic. Well, you know, it's it's great to have you then. We'll bid you a very fond farewell and hope that we see you again at some point. Um... Maybe we should be, you know, doing a late night one that's more suitable for your time. Oh, that would be like super early in the morning for you. You wouldn't like that. <laughs> oh, super late at night. Same difference. Maybe we need yeah, to get exactly. another team. Maybe we need another. We need another Hutton team of radio broadcasters to do the other hour, the night shift. Pass. <laughs> that means Americans and Australians, and they they talk weird. <sighs> Hey, that's easy. Yeah, we got two losses and took out both of them. It could be worse. Uh, could be just me running the whole thing. Oh, God, don't. Oh, no. No, no, no puns. Pun of pun of vision. Pun of vision. <laughs> right, well, apparently uh, Dave has left us with a song and he's got a very strict dedication that this song goes out to all those commanders out there that are currently shiting themselves that the multi-billion pound missions that they took and completed are going to be reversed and that you know they want money for nothing and they just you know it's all all the salt sprayers out there this one is for you it's by the congos and it's titled i want it free that was the congos and i want it free a cracking wee tune there and plenty of love for that in the chat as well 
Right, we are going to call an end to tonight's show. Just got to have to give out some big thanks, of course. Thanks to Vanti Un for joining us earlier on and for nipping off and you know maintaining his marriage and his ability to join us next week. Uh, thank you to Brett for giving us the Hot Pit Report, for Flossie and the spectacular Community Go News, for Commander Witherspoon and his amazing Galnet Report, which you can get on iTunes itself or on its RSS feed itself, wherever way you want. You can find Galnet out there, all of it, twice a week. It does. It's amazing. It's funny. As uh, thank you to Buck and of course to Eric Marquet for letting Buck come on our show at such a reasonable royalty rate, which is just really good of him. We couldn't afford Buck otherwise. It's as simple as that. And of course, thank you to everyone who's joining us on the Twitch chat. That's Adam Tanium 13, Commander Klopster, Commander Flossies out there, Dead Meat GF, Photo Took, Mac 71, Mindwipes in there, Simon's in there, actually making sure I'm not doing anything wrong. Taron's in there, and the Dower Scotsman as well. Thank you to everyone in TeamSpeak, Double, Ed Levice, Antares Fusion, Fletch, Mindwipe again, Skip in here, Aiden, Bam, Bicky, Neil Turner, Ventura, Dougal, I'm Pedro, Chris Fallian has appeared sneakily, Lennon, Odimon, crew, passive end, Taron, and of course, the amazing and person that gets all the songs in time for our shows, Commander Tech Monkey Face himself, the man with the spicy <laughs> pig scabs, Simon. <laughs> How do you get I'm on that? I'm spicy pig fart. Uh, yeah, spicy, ooh, ooh. That's an edit to the song for tomorrow. Good, <laughs> good night, everybody, and thank you for joining us. And remember, it's always, 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 always for the mug. For the mug! For the mug! Oh. Oh.